You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. episode of the Filthy Fantasy Football Show, a show that's not afraid to say fuck. As always, it's your boys, King Josh, Josh the King, and Big Rome. What's going on, y'all? So week 11, more horrible news. Some good news, some sad news. Like, we'll go right off the bat. We were talking about before the show, Joe Burrow. God damn. You know, you, especially, you hate to see it when it's someone so young and was looking really good. Mm-hmm. He was. Had, some, had some legit potential, and you know that that dumpster fire of a franchise that Cincinnati can be and has been in the past. That you know he was making it happen, yeah. And to just see it end like that, especially in such a nasty injury, I didn't see it because apparently it's pretty gruesome. You know the legs planted and everything tears, and apparently he tore his ACL, MCL has structural damage, tore his meniscus, and I think there was, like, some patellar tendon issues and just all sorts. He's going to have some major, major surgeries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just sad because he's – yeah, I, I enjoyed watching him. You know, you for know. his first year out, I mean, I, I think people were expecting a lot. I think they were expecting a lot. The guy threw, what, like 80 touchdowns last season or some shit like that some at shit LSU? Like that. Something crazy. They no, were expecting he, he, him to be that style of guy in the NFL. And you know what? He didn't really disappoint No, in and his was, time frame playing. He was also good for fantasy. Um, looking at his stat lines, he is the quarterback 19 on the year. So, you know, decent. Hey, for a rookie on a, on a bat, you know, remember, they had the number one overall picks. So this wasn't a good team. Right. You know, and then with all the injuries they've had with, you know, Joe Mixon, a God dumpster fire offensive line. But, you know, he threw for 2,688 passing yards, 13 touchdowns, five picks, rushed for 142 yards and three touchdowns. You know, you just – it's really sad. It, it's really – I'm really bummed that yeah. – especially, uh, like, the selfish guy in me is sad about it too because, you know, you think about some of the um, – some of the players that, you know, T. Higgins, uh, Tyler Boyd, AJ Green to a lesser extent, you know. Now the skill player, you know, screw like especially for fantasy purposes, you know, kind of dicks everyone over, and right. just, it's just sad to see a season go down like that because, you know, I was I was really into it. Yeah, I think you know a lot of us were a lot of us were, and just to, like not to beat on it like a dead horse, but that injury, I didn't watch it either, but I watched the play that it happened on, and you can sort of just see the tail end of it when he got hit and you knew his leg was planted and you just saw the angle that the guy came in on and then it cuts away to the pass being thrown and i remember looking at it going oh my god i don't want i don't want to see it i don't want to well apparently um uh i think it was cbs that had the rights to that game or whatever they wouldn't replay it because they were like no like don't don't go back to it because it was it was pretty nasty and yeah you know, and it's just sad because it's happening so late in the year. Yeah, man. And there's a chance that he won't be ready for next season. Like, I mean, he probably won't be ready till like, week 
four or five of next year. Yeah, I would say or there's maybe a even good later. chance. There's a good chance he he might miss the entire year. Yeah, with just I, the I amount mean, of damage that was done. It's. I mean, I know well, that's th- been thrown around by a lot of personalities. I, I hope he can come back because, first of all, for having all that da- all that much damage done to you and your leg, he was sitting. Now, given his body was probably in shock, but there's still pain. Even in your in sh- mm-hmm. even when you're in shock, there's pain. He's sitting on that cart like a soldier. That does like he has no pain in expression at all. He's just pissed. He looks pissed rather than hurt. Mm-hmm. I was you know, I was it, impressed by him actually. It was nice to see. Uh, was it Chase Young walked over and gave him a hug and stuff like that? And, Dwayne Haskins you know, just, too, to his credit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's nice to see that kind of stuff happen because it's like you know everything's bigger than football sometimes, yeah. and and well, especially because you know we right. play this fake game that yeah. we take so much pride in yeah. and. Uh, you know, you forget that these guys are people, too, sometimes. You do. It's easy to forget. They're just pictures that you want to punch in the face. Fuller. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Will Fuller. <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, moving on, some good news. So, first it was bad news. Adam Thielen tested positive for COVID-19. But then today he tested negative for COVID-19. So, meaning that it was more than likely a false positive. They're going to have to – obviously, they have to continue testing to determine if that was the case because um, he did test positive. So that's uh, definitely something you want to monitor because yeah. if he if he's out, I mean, Justin Jefferson immediately gets more targets, but that could affect Absolutely. his value though at the yes. same time because you know when you take away kind of like look at Juju in Pittsburgh. So a couple years ago when you had Antonio Brown on the team, rock star. Then they lose Antonio Brown doesn't have a wide receiver opposite side, garbage. Now he has good receivers on the other side again, and now he's a rock star again. So yep, he need, he's a guy that needs help. He can't do it on his own. Exactly, and Kirk Cousins isn't exactly doing him any favors because he's well, yeah, he wants a, he's he's, uh, he's the Alfred to uh, the Batman and Robin yeah. scenario that we play out. Yeah, but to keep well, I mean, on the good news train, Christian McCaffrey is expected to get some practice in on Wednesday, as well as Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, yeah, yeah. That just came down from uh, Tom Pelissero on Twitter. Nice. That uh, neither are guaranteed to play in Week 12, but there's a chance that they can. Um, there, although, r- keep in mind, though, with Christian McCaffrey, the Panthers have a bye in Week 13. So there's a chance that both of them get benched again, for, especially because, um, was it P.J. Tucker? He wasn't that bad in relief. Or, I'm sorry, P.J. Oh, Walker. Walker, yeah. Yeah. He wasn't that bad in relief. Now, granted, he only threw for 258 and a touchdown, did throw two picks, but, you know, they got the win. And they're four and seven, so it's not like, you know, what I don't know. But definitely definitely something you're going to want to keep an eye on because, uh, you know, it's Christian McCaffrey. It is. It is Christian McCaffrey. And then another big name, Austin Eckler. Is expected to be activated off of IR Ooh, this week. My boy. On his Instagram, he put an Instagram video of him squatting 405 for reps, making it look easy. So I, I think that hamstring isn't yeah. bothering him. You can't anymore. do that on a on a busted hamstring. That's for no, damn sure. God, no. <laughs> uh, some bad news for the Texans. Kenny Stills, who hasn't done much, but you know you don't want to lose receivers. He was limited on Tuesday. 
Randall Cobb missed Monday and Tuesday's practice. Um, so, you know, when you lose pass catchers, never a fun time uh, for the offense. No. No, it's not. Uh, Laramie, Laramie Tunsil, though, the tackle for the Texans, he did return to practice on Tuesday getting in a full session. So that is good news. Uh, Detroit Lions, TJ Hawkinson was limited in Monday and Tuesday's practices. And Danny Amendola missed Monday and Tuesday's practices. Kenny Galladay missed Tuesday's practice as well. Yes. With that so, damn hip injury. There's a chance that Kenny Galladay misses the Thursday night game against the Texans. Yeah. Which is uh, very it, sad because that, that affects. Remember, I, I even said it, but I mean, I should have updated my rankings because it threw off the whole system that we have in place. But I was like, that's going to fuck Matt Stafford. That fucks everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it showed with yep. them putting up exactly zero points against Carolina. <laughs> uh, yeah. Not not that it was big news, but never fun to hear this kind of stuff. Bo Scarborough, uh, running back for the Seattle Seahawks, he tore his hamstring and he is going to miss the rest of the season. So that is a uh, that's a nasty is that when injury. they is that when they tackled him and made him do the splits? Yeah, and he I did the that. splits and yeah, and he I actually saw that play happen and I was like that didn't look good. Yeah. That hurt that hurt me <laughs> yeah. watching it. Yeah, that that was a real rough one for sure. Um and and to hear that he ended up tearing that hamstring like goddamn that can't feel good. No. No, that has to hurt Un- unbelievably bad. Uh to keep it on the other boo boo train here. LaMichael Pirine is out and on IR after he finally got some play there with the Jets with a high ankle sprain, which Did probably means his season is donezo. I'll say you're, he, he's probably going to miss the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, Do you hear Frank Gore? He said, like, I don't want to go out 0-16. I want at least one win this year because this is going to be my last season in the NFL. And you're like, God damn, poor Frank Gore. I feel like I feel for him, but at the same time, it's like, you put yourself in this. You did this. Uh, talking about IRs, uh, Joe Mixon was finally placed on IR. <clears throat> which oh, boy, so that been. means he's got to miss another three games. What yep. a bum. Although there's definitely a chance that he's going to miss just the rest of this, especially now with Joe Burrow on, you know, season-ending injuries. What's the point? Yeah. I, I mean, just, yeah. Just let it go. <laughs> yep. Um, DeAndre Swift, running back for the Detroit Lions, he returned to Lions practice on Tuesday getting in a limited session. So he had that concussion that happened midweek that had him miss uh, the Sunday game. So hopefully he can get back out there because, I mean, the Detroit Lions need any help they can get. And Absolutely. DeAndre Swift is a very good running back. He he might be their only option with all these guys that are going to be out. Mm-hmm. It's going to make it an unwatchable game on, on Turkey Day. You know what sucks? Like, I mean, I'm going to spend Thanksgiving alone, which is fine. I you know, For those of you that don't know, like I recently moved, so I don't really know anybody here. Um, not working on Thursday, have the day off. My girlfriend's working on Thursday, so I'll be alone. So that means I get to watch football all day, which is wonderful because I haven't gotten to do that in quite some time. However, this Detroit Lions game against the Texans isn't looking like it's going to be a very good game. You know what, though? It'll be fine. You just, you know. It's football. Hey, it's football. You wake up. You know what I mean? You do your thing. You take your pants off and then because you're home alone and you watch football all day. Nothing better. I would. I still would have no pants on if she was on. Like, I, have, I have no shame. This is my house. Um, some good news for the 49ers. Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert are designated return from the IR. Mm. 
It's like they need any – god damn, what, talk about another team that's just been banged up with injuries. Yeah. I mean, it, it's been a very uh, – Weird year for for San Francisco. It sure it sure has. Another guy that's supposed to be coming back. It looks like he's on track to play Monday night. Chris Carson. He practiced on Tuesday. You know, I I need Eckler and Carson to come back because in a different league that I'm in, I have all of the running backs in the world. But unfortunately, this year it was Chris Carson, Austin Eckler. Oh God. And then I picked up Devonta Freeman, and we saw how that panned out. Um. <laughs> I you know I have like no running backs on. I had to start Duke Johnson, and that made me very sad. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't blame you, man. It's tough. It's really tough when you draft running backs who you think it's like I'm going to be super safe with this. I'll let you guys know. I, I had Christian McCaffrey, Nick Chubb, and Mixon in one of my shitty little eight man leagues. Uh, how, how many of those names? have been playing this year consistently. I'll tell you what, none of them. Man, Needless you, to say, if, I've got if, two if wins in that at, league. If that roster's at full strength, that's quite a that's quite a lineup. If it was, but the only guy back now is Chubb, and it's like, oh, golly, I don't know, man. Um, earlier we said his name, but just to mention him again, Juju Smith-Schuster returned to practice on Tuesday after getting a limited session in. For those of you that don't know, he had a week 11 scare because he stepped on a ref's flag. And which kind of made him roll up his foot or ankle, um, which shows that refs just shouldn't throw the flags anymore. They throw too many. They definitely throw far, far Wait. too many. Sometimes, dude. Sometimes you watch some of these games, you're like, "What the fuck?" Like, come on, <laughs> man. Especially, especially like the worst is when it's like a, like a holding or a, a like a wide receiver offensive pass interference when it's on the complete opposite side of the field that has no merit on the play at all. Yeah. You're I like, hate man, that. Fuck you. I hate that so much. Um, J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram tested positive for COVID herpes, so they're going to be out Thursday against the Steelers, meaning ride the Gus bus. And so. maybe, maybe Justice Hill? I don't think so, but maybe. You know what, though? Gus, Gus Edwards has been pretty good in relief for everybody, and so I think he just gets the backfield to himself. I hope and so. I think you, now, granted, it is a terrible game. A short week against the Steelers, who's been the number one defense for seemingly forever. How are the Steelers' defense always so fucking good? They just get it. They I just don't get that's it. what they do. It's I think it's just their color scheme. That's it. <laughs> that's all it is. Because they're like we're Pittsburgh, we're blue collar, we work hard. Yep. We play tough football. It's because they have a, a good. They have one emblem. On their helmet instead of two. That That's always why. throws me off, and it really bums me out. <laughs> but anything else on news that we're missing? Uh, I think, I think that just about everything is about it. Uh, Rashad Penny. I know I touched on this last a couple of shows ago. Rashad Penny uh, could start practicing as early as next week, according to the head coach, which probably means it's a fucking lie. Mm-hmm. But you never know. It's got to be said. That's a, but sneaky Pete lies. He just does. That's what he – Sneaky Pete lies. Or he just gets excited about things because he's, like, old and senile. I don't know. Don't de- don't defend that man. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, so I'll do it for news. So let's uh, – we're going to talk about our studs and duds of week 11, and then we're going to wrap up the show with a couple waiver wire uh, potential players. Although, honestly – There's, like, two. Me, 
Yeah, and especially right now because no one's on a bye week this upcoming week, so there's not really a lot of streaming options out there. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we'll, we'll talk a little bit on that stuff. But uh, your stud quarterbacks, Deshaun Watson. Animal this week. I know. God, 28 of 37. That That's impressive. 344, two touchdowns, six carries, 36 yards, and a touchdown. Um, leading his team to victory against the New England Patriots. You know, just good game by him, man. They're good on him. Yeah, it was uh, fun. My boy, my, my boy Justin Herbert, 366, three touchdowns. You know, Justin Herbert has to be, like, it's crazy because he's a rookie, but the fact that he's able to just throw these dart dimes, just 50-yard touchdown passes, like, it's goddamn, man. Like, it's crazy. To me, it's impressive as shit. What's really impressive is just the amount that they throw the ball. I'm looking here at his numbers. His attempts, he's had in the 40s. One, three, four, five. Six? Five, no, it's five. Five of the 11 weeks that they've played, he's had 40-plus throws. Well, and But in that 11 weeks, he had a bye, and he didn't play. In right, week one. week one. No, they put a lot of trust in him. And, and, you know, being a Charger fan, I'm really excited. I mean, despite the shitty record they have right now, I'm very excited about the Chargers' future. Hey, and, and hey they beat the Jets, barely. They, oh God! I, I was like, I was actually at work, and I'm getting the score updates, and I'm just like, <laughs> I swear to God, if we lose to the Jets, I just, I don't know. Especially a team that's clearly actively tanking. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jared Goff, three seventy six and three touchdowns. Threw two bad picks. Just although JPP got his weird, he got like seven and a half fingers, and he made that interception. But. So I saw something on Twitter today, too, about JPP. He has more career interceptions than Jamal Adams, the all-pro safety in Seattle that just you know, got traded Jamal, for, like, two first-round picks. Jamal Adams, he's obviously a very talented player, but I, I think he's – to me, he's more of a um, – He's a box. He's, he, he's a box yeah, safety. He, he's he's involved in every play because he's fast. He can cover a lot of ground, but he's not kind – he kind of reminds me of Troy Polamalu. Mm, not, yeah. I don't think he's – now, Troy Polamalu is, you know, a fucking monster. But I just – in the sense that he's just involved in, like, every play. And, you yeah, know, he's, Troy, an, he's an, essentially a, as a faster linebacker. Exactly. Uh, Kirk Cousins had a good game, but he was against <laughs> Dallas, three fourteen, three touchdowns. Almost just – God, you know, I don't know. That, that was a strange game. Dallas taking, taking Minnesota down. Didn't see that one coming. No. Nah. Aaron Rodgers doing Aaron Rodgers things, three eleven and three touchdowns. Um, the surprising one in the top ten was to me was Philip Rivers, two eighty eight and three touchdowns. Um, I'd like to say this on air. I love the fact that Carr finally backed me up a little bit on my love that I have for that man. Yeah. When they finally they played against KC, yeah, they lost. It was a tough one, but he balled out and deserves some credit in this one. Uh, Taysom Hill was your tight end two on the week. Uh, if you play in an ESPN league, he threw for 233, you know, 10 carries, 51 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, kind of took away from Alvin Kamara. This was, I think this actually might have been the first game of Alvin Kamara's career where he didn't have a catch. Jesus. And I was kind of worried about that. I thought Hill might fuck up Kamara's uh, yeah. um, running. Uh, you know who? Um, you know what he reminded me of a little bit? And I'll, I'll touch back on it because he reminded me of Herbert. 
He just knows his wide receiver weapons. Herbert knows who his weapons are. That's why he pumps the ball into Allen a million times a game. Yeah. The man yeah. knew Michael Thomas is my he is the guy for me. Mm-hmm. And he pumped him the rock. Yeah, uh, I mean we'll get to the well I I'll just Mike Thomas had 9 catches for 104 yards on 12 targets, you know. Yeah. So just he was um your dud quarterbacks Matt Ryan without Julio Jones, goddamn. 19. Or with part of Julio Jones because he was out there for a little bit of it. But. Yeah, but but nineteen of thirty seven for two thirty two and two picks. Just yeah, it was woof. it was ugly. The other one that was pretty ugly, not necessarily by any fault of his own, to a tongue of Iloa. How many times benched. did this kid have to get sacked though? He Jesus. took six. He took six sacks, and then they were like, "Fuck it, get him out of the game." Um, we just, we don't want him to die. He's going to be our franchise quarterback. We just saw what happened to Burrow. <laughs> Get him out of there. You yeah, know, just, it, with this kid though, I, I don't know, man. He was twenty. He was eleven of twenty for eighty three yards and a touchdown. And they and they yanked him. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't like it. Yeah, I, I, I just – sometimes you get kind of worried, like, does this shake his confidence in the sense of, like – Right. You know, he's going to look over his shoulder every game going, like, if I fuck up, are they going to yank me? Yeah. I mean, you I'm know, just looking at his stats on the year. He hasn't thrown a pick. He hasn't thrown a pick. Now, given, I get it, it's been in four games, but he's got six touchdowns. It's not like mm-hmm. he's doing things actively to fuck your day up. He's being an, an efficient quarterback. Yeah, I just yeah. don't know. If I, I'm assuming, and I don't like to assume because it makes an ass of you and me, <laughs> but you take him out because they're worried about how much pressure was getting put on the kid. Well, see, they they, they mentioned that there, he might have had an injury or was shaken up a bit. I mean, he did take six sacks, so it's like, fuck it. Get get the veteran in there. Yeah. If we win, if we win, great. If we lose, that sucks, but just we can't keep punishing him. And just if they beat the shit out of Fitz – you know, it's fine. Uh, Matt Stafford had a shitty game, but I I blame that more just because his offense was just complete. He had no one. Yeah, who's out there? Exactly. You know, so I, I don't really hold that against Stafford. Uh, Baker Mayfield is garbage. 12 of 22 for 204. Now, granted, the weather in Cleveland just – it it's crazy. It's just, I, the last uh, last two games have just been just dog shit weather in in, in uh Although they, they want to run the ball. They don't want to pass anyway, so, I mean. Well, you know what? That's what he gets. That's what he gets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll take a look at the running backs. Dalvin Cook doing Dalvin Cook things. How is he, like, it's an, I. this motherfucker, he just scores touchdowns. That's all Dalvin Cook does. Like, Tyrion Lannister drinks and knows things. Dalvin Cook scores touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. That That's that's it. That That's all I know. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, finally the the multi-touchdown game that you were kind of hoping for. Um, you can't. That was actually a fun game. You know, we we talked about it before the show, but just the fact the the game-winning touchdown drive for Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes made that look so goddamn easy. Yeah, he did. Just, I mean, when you're that uh, good, when you're that good, everything looks easy. We talked about how no one can stop the human tank of Derrick Henry. 28 <laughs> carries for 133 and a touchdown. The guy's a beast, man. I, I keep saying it every week. He's just, he's a beast. 
Gets the ball yeah, well, 28 he's... times and just says, let's let's Hulk smash this shit. Well, Derrick Henry, for those of you that don't know, he's seven foot three, 700 pounds. Of, of any shits, any shits muscle. Yeah, it's just, it's fucking crazy. Protein drinks want to drink Derrick Henry. <laughs> oh, that's gross. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, finally, 100 Woo-hoo. yards on the year. Big Z. Uh, 21 carries, 103 yards, two catches for 11 yards and a touchdown. Nice to see him. J.K. Dobbins, before getting herpes, he had a great game, 15-70 for a touchdown. Had two catches and a two-point conversion. The one that surprised me is Melvin Gordon. I, I did yeah. not see that coming, especially against that Miami defense. You know, 15 carries, 84 yards, and two touchdowns. I mean, it's just me- it's fitting, though, after they anointed them. At, I shouldn't say they. After uh, Colin Cowherd anointed them the fourth best team in the league, they get popped and lose to Denver. Yeah. Um, Antonio Gibson, 94 yards and a touchdown. I like Gibson. He's been solid, you know, man. He's le- the number 11 running back on the year. Aaron like, Jones snuck <sighs> into the top 10, 10 for 41 and a touchdown. Um, Kenyon Drake, 11 for 29 and a touchdown, four catches for 31 yards. Mike Davis finally made some noise, 19 carries, 64 yards and a touchdown. Nice to see him as an RB1 Ooh. again. And then the one that was frustrating is goddamn Jonathan Taylor. 22 carries, 90 yards, four catches for 24 yards. Like, finally gave him – the workload that he should get is mm-hmm. the week I fucking bench him. Oh, no. But, I mean, luckily I still eked out a win, but God, like, and then, you know what's going to happen? I'm going to put him in my lineup next week, and it's going to be a, a Naheem Hines gain again. Yeah. But. Yep. I guess that that's the risk you got to run sometimes. Um, so, I guess we'll look at some, you know, Alvin Kamara. He did get a touchdown, but kind of disappointing when he's been electric all year. Nineteen, or I'm sorry, thirteen carries, forty-five yards. He did get a touchdown, but just kind of kind of bums you out. Um, yeah. Leonard Fournette, seven for seventeen and a touchdown. Um, you know that that it's hard to trust Fournette. I'm actually so thankful I didn't do the trade. Didn't uh, the guy pass? Because in the league where uh, in our money league where I lost Saquon, it was right after Fournette had the. Um, the hundred yard game in week two, mm. and i i offered I offered uh, the guy in our league DeAndre Hopkins for Leonard Fournette straight up, and he was like, "No, fuck you." And I was like, "All right, fine." I tried, and now I'm like, oh, "I'm glad that didn't happen." But <laughs> uh, Miles Sanders bummed you out. Sixteen carries for six. So the workload was there. Sixteen carries, sixty six yards, uh, but just nine points. And, yeah, you know, came, coming in at running back thirty on the week. I think didn't I rank him at like. 30 or some shit like that. Uh, I, I'm not. Actually, I don't I'm gonna, remember. The one that uh, right the now. one that was real bad, though, that, that I missed pretty hard on, he came in at running back 46 this week, and I had him rated at 10, and that's Todd Gurley. Yeah. Did, did tough, not go well for anything for, for anything Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Anything Atlanta just it was not working out this week. Duke Johnson, who has, like, the entire backfield to himself – Shits the bed again. Uh, just got I, 15 yards, three mm-hmm. catches for 20 yards. Just so depressing. Yeah. Ronald Jones, another one that really just, you know, after the week he had last week where he sets the world on fire, he gets 10 carries, which is, a, that's hardy. It's a hardy workload in that, in that offense. And he gets 24 yards. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I can't uh, explain that. 
Moving on to wide receiver, uh, Keenan Allen. God damn, 19 targets. Like, love it. 16 catches for 145 <clears throat> yards and a touchdown. Adam Thielen, 8 for 123 and two touchdowns. Monster. He's so – Adam Thielen, you know, Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, they they score touchdowns. That's just what they do. That's what they do. That's what happens in Minnesota. Uh, Robert Woods, welcome back to the – He, you know – he to me he was like he's like the unsexiest wide receiver in football, but the safest wide receiver in football in terms of fantasy. Cause he just twelve for one thirty and a touchdown, you know, and, and just when they when they decide to throw though, that's the thing. Is I'm looking here at his numbers throughout the year in, in Yahoo here. I mean he's got double digits in all but three weeks. Mm-hmm. And those three weeks, they're ugly. I mean, they're six points and four points. Uh, you know, you, you just kind of hope that he's getting 15 targets. Really, though, he averages about eight. Eight targets mm-hmm. a game. Yeah. Now, um, Demir Bird made it to the top ten. He's actually wide receiver five this week. Six catches for 132 and a touchdown. Don't let that shit fool you. <laughs> I'm not even putting him as a waiver ad. Yeah, no, I was going to say, don't pick him up. Someone's, someone out there is going to want to, but just don't. say. Or no, you know what, fuck it. If you're in my league, pick him up and, and start him against me, please. Uh, Cooper Cup, welcome back to the NFL, I guess. It's, it's nice to see, because you know, I love these two receivers in Woods and Cup. It, it's just nice, you know, 11 for 145, just getting heavily involved. Devontae Adams, no surprises here, 7 for 106 in the touchdown. Deontay Johnson, goddamn, 12 for 111. You know, Deontay Johnson, if he can stay healthy, he is so goddamn good. Yeah. Just no, a matter, he, it's just a is. matter of can this man stay healthy. And that's a big if. Uh, it, DJ, it, it Moore su- DJ Moore surprised me, 7 for 127. With, You know, what's funny is I was kind of uh, – I was worried because I was like, man, this uh, – P.J. Walker guy, I'm not too sure what how that's going to pan out, but you know, got 11 targets, so I'm like, fuck yeah, love that. <laughs> uh, Tyler Lockett, the Thursday night game held in strong, nine for 67 and a touchdown. Curtis Samuel, eight for 70 and a touchdown. You know, like is Robbie Anderson taking a back seat to these guys now? Like, what happened? Yeah, I don't know, man. That was uh, it was interesting, mm-hmm. especially considering P.J. Walker's his boy. Yeah, yeah. Figured, I don't know. Um, the surprising ones that were decent games, C.D. Lamb, 4 for 34 and a touchdown, and Amari Cooper, 6 for 81. You know, you're not you're not that upset. And, we, you know, I, I completely wrote off the Dallas offense. Now, bro, C.D. Lamb, though, C.D. Lamb looked really good. I watched all of this game. I was really interested to see. I just love, okay, little, little, Probably a little known fact about me. I love running the football. It's my favorite thing. It's, I think mm-hmm. there's something there's something sexy about it. And when you do it well, I just I can't get enough of it. Well, these two teams do it better than anybody else. And then I get I get into this game, and the two running backs they showed out. They they looked good. But man, CD Lamb kept popping off the screen to me. Every mm-hmm. time this guy touches the rock, dude, he's he is moving forward and at an incredible rate of speed. He's he's really going to be a great football player for a long time. 
Well, I mean, he was great in college, so it's nice to see it translating to the NFL. Yeah. Uh, some dud games. DeAndre Hopkins on the Thursday night game, 5 for 51. You're not too thrilled about that. Um, Jalen Rager, you know, 4 for 52. Marvin Jones had the, you know, the wide receiver field to himself, you know, 4 for 51. Uh, Christian Kirk, 4 for 50 against a cake matchup against Seattle. You don't like to see that. Uh, DJ Chark, 4 for 41. Jerry Judy, 3 for 37. Julio Jones went down with the injury, 2 for 39. You know what? Granted, you know, no one started him, but Des Bryant, 4 for 28. Huh? 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 Gross. <laughs> uh, you know, T. Higgins, 3 for 26. Juju, 4 for 19. I don't know. Better days ahead for these guys. I just, you know. Biggest, then, the uh, biggest bust of the whole, the whole, ugh, Travis Fulgham. Oh, yeah. What a bum. <laughs> I finally ranked him, and the son of a bitch pulls that on me? You're done. Forever. <laughs> now, now he's dead to you? Yep. Now he's, what about? I'll punch his about, dumb uh, picture right in the face. What about Hollywood Brown? Zero. Just a flat goose egg. Nah, I'm not. <laughs> you know, it's pretty hysterical. My dad, he's a first time fantasy player and he picked him up relatively early in our in our dynasty league he is so angry at this guy (laughs) it's the most comical thing to watch every time i go over to his house you know what though your dad listens to the show and we keep telling him to not i i've said it numerous times (laughs) drop drop him or bench him if you like because it's dynasty so maybe you want to hang on to him because of the upside but he can't play him until further. He, he what I almost feel like he should do is just hold on to him until next year and hope to Christ he has a couple of games in a row that he can maybe get some trade, some merit a trade I feel just like to get Hollywood, him out of there. Hollywood Brown should be allowed to just be put on the IR spot. <laughs> just just to just to get it out of your head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tight end studs, obviously Travis Kelsey. Eight for 127 and the touchdown. He is so fucking good. Yeah. I don't like I Now granted it helps when you have Pat, when you have the best quarterback, you know, throwing you the ball. But goddamn Travis the way he's able to separate from Okay. The fact that he's built like an offensive lineman. Not I mean obviously he's super fit, but the fact that he's you know he's like what 6566 and probably like 270 pounds. Yep. But the fact that he moves with such ease and just he's always open. Doesn't matter who's covering him; like he'll find a way to get open. He is, and, and then that—that that, again, that game-winning touchdown against Los. How is no one next to Travis Kelsey when they're I in know. the red zone? I know. Um, you're Darren Waller, seven for eighty-eight and a touchdown. I love Darren Waller. I, I like I, I like his story. I think his story is interesting about how he was like a drug addict and yeah, and screwed all, his all whole career up and. and mm. The redemption story is always a, is always a solid one. Mark Andrews finally came back to relevance. I don't like Lamar Jackson this year, but five for ninety six and a touchdown, so you're happy about that. Dallas Goddard five for seventy seven and a touchdown. Hunter Henry four for forty eight and a touchdown. Yeah. Eric Ebron four for thirty six and a touchdown. Although you know what's funny with with the Eric Ebron um, stat line, so he he. He got 36 yards, but I think 24 of it was the touchdown catch. Mm. So the rest of it, you're like, ooh, that's a, kind of some tough sledding there. Yeah. Um, tight end duds, basically everybody else. 
mean, yeah. it, tight end is such a shit you, show. You just, I mean, outside of Kelsey Waller, I guess Andrews again, and maybe Goddard. Everyone else, you're just like, please score a touchdown. Please, for the love of God, score a touchdown. Yeah. Maybe Hunter Henry. I, I'm That's starting true. to feel I, Hunter Henry. I mean, I'm just looking here at his, at his targets all year. The lowest he's had, he's, he's had four targets twice. Mm-hmm. But he's averaging about seven to Looks eight like seven. targets yeah. every and you game. Like, yeah, you don't hate that. No. And then, you know, he scored two weeks in a row. So, I mean, who knows? That means... You know, maybe Herbert's looking his way now. Right. And, uh, you know, I, like, again, being a Charger fan, I, I loved Hunter Henry. I, I like, when we drafted him, I liked him. Unfortunately, he, he's had injury problems in his short career. And there's been talks, like, we franchise tagged him this year, and there's been talks that we're going to let him walk because it's just, he, it's like, be healthy. Just be healthy, and we'll talk about it, but. I don't know. If he does leave, I'd be sad to see him go, but it's nice to see him getting some action there. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll wrap it up for studs and duds. Um, so, waiver pickups? No one? Gus Edwards? <laughs> Gus, Gus Edwards, Edwards is, is the only one. If Gus Edwards is out. Now, granted, terrible matchup. Short week, you're going into Pittsburgh. At Pittsburgh. Not, not only are you playing Pittsburgh, you're in Pittsburgh. But he's going to be a starting running back. Um, maybe Frank Gore, if you need a running back. I mean, if uh, you're Michael real P. desperate. Ryan, yeah, you know, LaMichael Le- Le- P. Ryan's out now. So, Although, I think low-key, maybe Josh Adams is a bench stash. Because, uh, I don't know, Frank Gore's old. Yeah, you know, here's, here's a guy you might be interested in. Uh, Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, yeah. This, he's kind of put together... A- a decent little year. Um, they're going into Atlanta. I like that. I'll take that. Um, you know, we talk about how tight end is gross, but if he's available out there, pick up Jordan Reed maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I think he he might be worth uh, – I'm actually very sad because in our, in our money league, I picked up Reed, kept him, but then I had to drop him because I needed to pick up something else, and now I can't get him back. I do have yeah. him in – I do have him in a league, so I'm happy that I got him. But it just, you know, kind of bums me out that I lost that opportunity. Um, I think if if Michael Pittman is out there still, maybe pick him up. Um, you know, he's had two back to actually. I think he's had three pretty good weeks in a row. You know, went four for fifty six against Baltimore, which is a good defense. You know, went seven for one hundred one against Tennessee, and then last week three for sixty six and a touchdown. So I think if Pittman's out there, you can you know maybe sneak him. Uh, play the New York Giants defense this week because they're going to be taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. And um, Ryan Finley looked like <laughs> absolute dog shit when he came in relief for Joe Burrow. So um, you know he went three for ten with an interception. So there you go. Solid. Um, yeah. Is there anyone else? Maybe. Honestly, no. It, I, I I don't believe so. This is not necessarily a big uh, a big waiver week. No, this isn't a good waiver wire week. Um, I mean, Dominic again, Bird. If you maybe. No, God, no! Don't do that. Don't subject yourself to that. 
Because then you're relying know. on Cam Newton, and it's just it's tough. It, that that's tough sledding. I don't know. Maybe Tim Patrick. I, I like Tim Patrick. Um, you went for five for one nineteen. You know, so Drew Locke looks his way. I actually had to drop him in a league too, and I was kind of bummed about that. But I have so many wide receivers in that league that you know, fuck it, whatever. Yeah. Um. Well, looks like that's just about it. So, you know, playoffs around the corner. Hopefully your teams are in or, you know, don't give up. You know, the, I think that's actually the worst. If, if you're in last place, the guy that just gives up and just stops playing, that's not fun. It's not. You know? And it shows it's just it's a lack of respect for your league and for your friends who you play with or colleagues or whatever. Just finish the season out. It, it sucks, man. I'm Listen. I'm I'm dealing with it. I'm two and what nine right now. Mm-hmm. My yeah. season's over and it's been over. But you know what? Uh, if I'm st- if I could, I'd still be making trades to try to make myself better. I just want to finish without having the longest losing streak. I told you to throw the game. <laughs> I refuse. Just, just so you can take that. Record. I don't want. I want to be famous, not infamous. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess I'll wrap it up for us tonight. This is a good little show. So next uh, next episode, we're definitely gonna break down your Thanksgiving games. Um, well, actually, I think we'll probably do Thanksgiving and maybe the NFC games because we got two NFC games on Thanksgiving. So we'll do Thanksgiving and your NFC games, and then we will get you your AFC games in the following episode. So. Eek. You know, th- thank you for listening. Get us on social medias, FF Football Show on Instagram, at Filthy Show on Twitter. Send in your emails to Filthy Fantasy Football Show at gmail.com. And again, thank you so much for listening, guys. King Josh, Josh the King. Big Rome. Have a good one, y'all.